Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul currently in search of that special spark. I'm your host, Kalia. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. This podcast is for the woman who doesn't feel completely safe to be authentic. I am here to tell you, you were born to stand out. I am ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. I'm here to share stories and lessons learned on my journey from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. I will also invite guests to chat on their expertise along the way, so make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Just a little disclaimer, this episode contains audio taken from a video that was originally streamed live into another platform. So please excuse any of the sound difference you might hear and any other side chatter that may occur. If you would like to follow me in my Facebook group to check some of these shows out live while they are on the air, the link should be in the show notes below. And thank you for your consideration. We're back! Okay, welcome everybody. I hope everyone's having a great week. I know... Some tensions might be a little high, like we were talking before this, uh, before we push live, but I think that we'll have a few tools to give to you today to help with that. Um, This week we brought back the lovely Denise Lagan, and we met Denise last month um, with our uh, story segment. So if you missed that, you can go under um, the tab for topics and find the stories, and then her video will be under there. I encourage you to go check it out. We did touch a little bit on Denise's business, Irama Space, but today we're going to dig in a little bit deeper and we're going to chat about how we all can create a space and a home that really works for us and with us. Um, so Denise, for those who aren't familiar with Feng Shui, can you give us kind of a little bit of an intro and maybe how it came into your life? Right. So um, actually Feng Shui, you can say it's an art, you can say it's a science. It's um, very ancient, it's more than a thousand, probably a few thousand years, and it originated from China. At first, traditionally, it is only reserved for the royalties, like no one like us can practice feng shui. But then um, eventually, um, with the change in history and with everything developed, so it slowly um, becomes a knowledge that is accessible for everyone. And I think that is a beautiful thing because it is about the energy of the space. It's about something called qi. Qi is essentially a flow or energy. And the way I, because it is such a integral part of Chinese culture, and sometimes you just internalize some concept because I sort of grow up with it. And I grew up in Hong Kong and a lot of the time people say the, the um, the reason that Hong Kong is so good financially is because of our feng shui um, position and only in those years. So that's why like right now you can see we are sort of dropping and then a lot of the buildings, even, even um, I was just reading somewhere, even a building built by the um, architecture IMP, it, it, when its feng shui doesn't work, even the uh, architecture of 
like built by such a renowned architect needs to be changed. So you can see the importance of feng shui in our culture. And obviously not all people follow that and people follow it to a different level. But um, at first when I grow up, it's just something that I sort of like, I know a bit, but I didn't dwell onto it. Like I didn't pursue further. But it's really interesting. It's actually only after I, well, I first see the power of it when we invited a feng shui master to our home. And then I realized my health changed. My, uh, my health really, really changed. And um, I have shared with you in the previous video that um, I suffered for a long time with bipolar disorder. And I really, when the, when our home has undergo renovation and then we put in the cure uh, recommended by Fosher Master, I really can gradually see that my mind becomes clearer and in a way like, well, I am still taking medicine, but I'm reducing to such a low dosage. And I think that is sort of the beginning of how it has affected me. And also career-wise, um, it sort of it gets better after those cures are put in. And I think that the one thing that it really accelerate my fascination with feng shui is the relationship between my parents and I drastically improved like before it like I would hate today stay at home like it's just a common thing for us to argue every single day and I mean well obviously the friction is still there because it's still with a lot of trauma and a lot of healing work needs to be done and that is another <laughs> another topic but um at least I feel that um, we can be more open with talking about the past, which is usually the result of trauma and wounds. And so, yeah, that is how I started with phone show. And also because I worked as an interior stylist at that time, and I really come to understand the importance of space and how space would impact the mind of people. And when I moved to Edinburgh, I just started to learn and put it into my flat because I kept moving. And then I just realized, oh God, it's fascinating. I need to dive deeper. And then I realized there are so many, so many, so many different schools of feng shui. Um, so the way I see it is like there are so many different schools of yoga. There isn't one that is superior and or one that is worse. I think as long as you resonate with that one or you resonate with that professional, that is fine. Um, I know that um, in the States, feng shui becomes very popular in the 90s. And it is sort of sort of like a more simplified way of feng shui. And a lot of the Chinese, even those practiced in US, they actually sort of say that the Western school doesn't work. The Western school is such an easy way. And, but the way I do it is, I sort of combine, it's sort of like, if you really depends on that person as well, but I would definitely encourage you to look at the Western School Feng Shui. It might not be, it isn't what I tend to work with my client because I like bring in a lot of other elements as well. But then I really think that it's a good entry point for everyone. And so it's just, um, the basis is just, um, your home is divided into different areas and you can do different things to, um, um, uh, help or hinder different areas of your life. So yeah, that is sort of the gist. And yeah, I think it's fascinating. And I was just talking to my friend, I'm still learning every day because I move in myself. So when I look, um, 
my intuition tells me it is the right home. Well, it is actually a soul journey. It's a path. It's a path of my faith, path of my patience, and I, I really is path of my patience. I still haven't got my key yet. Um, but um, so I just realized it's so interesting that how I know some bit of feng shui, but there are still things that I can't see. So I asked my feng shui master, I was like, okay, this is the floor plan. He's, he's based in Hong Kong now. So even he's not physically there, but because he's training away, that you can see the floor plan. And when you interact with someone, you can feel it. So it is like how I, that's why the reason I work primarily online, because I can really lower the fee so to make it accessible for everyone. And yes, and then he points out some things that, I should have realized, but I just can't remember at that point. So it is really interesting. So before I jump on this call, I was actually just sourcing some things to add as a cure. And one thing that I would like to say is some people think that um, the a lot of Chinese feng shui think doesn't look good. And as an interior designer, I 100% agree. Like there are a lot of courts or like just you were saying there like really weird stuff, like there is a lion. Well, I call it lion, it's called Chilean, but it is actually a, it's just a, it's not a unicorn. Um, so it's a mythical animal that is supposed to boost protection and um, money, if you put it in a certain way. And so some people think that it's ugly and <laughs> I I agree with it. Like not a lot of this like traditional cure, like the bagua, you might you might not like it. But then what I think the beauty of feng shui is um sometimes you don't need to use those objects. Like there are so many ways around it. Just something that you feel good. For example, if you want to bring in more money instead of using the chilan, you can easily just put a lot of coins in a golden bowl. So there are many ways that we can play with it. And what I believe in, if you don't, you, if you intuitively, you are not aligned with this object, even though it might be so expensive or like it's believed to bring you super good fortune, but if you are not vibrating at the same level with that object, meaning if you don't like it, then there's no point. Like it will just be pointless. So it is like the example I like to give is, so say if there is like a guy who is extremely wealthy, extremely handsome, but if he is not your man, he's not your man. So that is sort of the same thing, yeah. That's true. Um, I do like that you blend the different the ways that work with you. I know you blend a lot with astrology, which is really cool. Um, but it is true, like if something doesn't resonate with you, it's all about the intention you put on that item, right? Totally, totally. So um, what is um well okay so i think everyone i think it's really important because we work together on this a little bit i think it's really important for people to get their directions because i started mm. using my directions and mm. i feel definitely different like um right now it's kind of weird because i moved my desk and <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm not facing a, an, any direction that really is suitable for me but um when I meditate, I face my wisdom direction and I feel that that really helps. And then when I am working, I try to face my success direction and that really helps. You are more disciplined than me. <laughs> you are a lot more disciplined than me. Like, I know <laughs> I should do it. 
<laughs> I tell my clients all the time, but I don't because I just I'm just lazy. But then, um, actually, what I find to me, um, I find the wisdom direction is really important, especially during this time. Um, when I feel unsettled, which is quite often all the time, I, I really struggle with the past Mercury retrograde. I haven't struggled with Mercury retrograde for so long. Like, Mercury retrograde is given a bad rep, but then it's actually a great time for you to review and reflect and reborn. But then I really struggle with the past Mercury retrograde because everything can go wrong, just go wrong. It's like Murphy's law. Everything has gone wrong. So, um, but then I really try to, um, I still I couldn't even calm myself to meditate, which I usually do day on a daily basis. So the only thing I do is because I'm so tired, I would just lie down and connect with the earth because I have a lot of air elements. And uh, just lie down on the earth and facing my western direction and just ask for guidance. And I think that is quite healing and easy and no obligation and no pressure because sometimes you feel like oh wait if you're anything like me when you go on the meditation you will judge yourself when the thoughts are like are happening even though you know that that you have no there's no need to judge yourself but then then i would just get angry because i can't calm down and then sometimes then i just realize maybe i'm not meant to do this meditation right now so i might do a visualization instead or i might just do nothing and just lie on the floor because there is something so beautiful about the ground, about our earth, and with everything going on right now, it is so important to get grounded. And the easiest way to get grounded is just lie on the. Well, if the weather allows, you can lie outside. But I'm in Edinburgh and it is so cold. And another thing is you can walk barefoot on grass. I find that helps so 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 much. But I haven't done it for. How many years since it's so cold? And so I think with us in kind of such an unsettling time, uh, meditate to your western direction was a really great thing just to grant it. And also, um, I like to, for me, like it depends on your personal quad number. I feel like, and if you are empath, you really need to work on where to put your protection. Like, so um, crystal is a beautiful thing, but Sometimes some crystal you shouldn't put it a certain direction because it might interfere with other things. But um, the thing is, like, I feel with all of these spiritual tools, um, just trust your intuition because there is just so like knowledge is never ending, and um, I feel a lot of people who are um, attracted to spirituality they will start off with for example meditation and then move on to astrology numerology and a cash record and it's never ending um it is good to pursue knowledge and i'm all about knowledge but then sometimes you sort of just need to take a deep breath because otherwise you are caught in many many directions and being a moon gemini i really have this issue and so i think sometimes just the important thing is just stick to one thing and trust your intuition that is because if you Google Google our functional astrology, there will always be different answers, and then you will just be so confused after reading it. So always go back to yourself and just trust your intuition. Your intuition is the best guidance, like honestly. And 
how the way to trust your intuition is really just by practicing and practicing and practicing. And I think I'm still learning, but then you get better at it. And if you feel irritated, agitated, uh, just try to sit down and do nothing. And I feel like, or just lie down on a yoga mat and light an incense. And I think actually what I was just talking to my friends about the US election, and then she suggests something that I think is amazing. So after you watch the news, actually you should, actually you should use a sage to cleanse your living room. And I'm like, oh yeah, of course, because, because the news is all about arguments, it's all about divided opinions, like whichever side you're on, you, it still triggers something and it will linger in the air because TV is occupied such a big part and TV is in a waves. And she was like, you should stage it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. But um, another thing is like, obviously staging, it takes time. So or what you can do is like just seem to clap a few times just to change the energy. The sound is a great thing to change energy. Just clap a few times if, those, if you feel the energy is stale. And um, also you can do some face clearing meditation, um, which um, I actually have one on my website. So you can download that. And I find that you don't need to like, it, it doesn't matter if your mind can't concentrate. It doesn't matter at all. Like you can just listen to it. And I think that might help during this time of, I wouldn't call it chaos, but it's just so much uncertainty in the whole world. And um, um, in when we first went to lockdown, my friend was like, she's an astrologer, she's like, I guarantee you, we will have another lockdown in November. And I, I was like, no, no, it can't, it can't be true, but astrology says so. So um, yeah, and I think the whole November is just, it's such a, changing, transformative time on a collective and personal level. And sometimes it is so easy to lose anchor and just lose sanity in general. And uh, I would just, well, office meditation is a great too, but when I can't even summon the energy to meditate, I, I would just lie down on the floor and take deep breaths without, without thinking, without overthinking because, you know, sometimes you just can't, do you just can't control what is going on in your mind and you just need to let it go. And I think actually lying on the floor is an act of surrendering and that is an easiest and effective and cost and it's free way to do it. Yeah. 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 I love those tools. I actually just learned about the clapping one, just being able to break up the energy around you so that it can move yeah. more. And then I heard that afterwards, you kind of want to, if possible, like open your windows so that energy yeah. now that's broken can kind of get out, yeah. which yeah, I totally. think is amazing. But also they talked about dancing, just getting up and yeah. just moving around. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, anyone can do that. It doesn't matter if you don't yeah. know your directions, yeah. you don't know crystals, you don't know anything. That's yeah. like a perfect way to get your energy back up mm -hmm. when you are like listening to the news yeah. and taking in that bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're totally right. That um I think dancing dancing as well as chanting, I am so not artistic. So I actually have so much fear around dancing or chanting because I'm like, Oh, that is so embarrassing. So I only do it when I'm alone, <laughs> but um 
it is okay. It doesn't matter because you can, when you're alone, well, I have my dog, but he doesn't care what I do. He would still love me. And, <laughs> and then, um, so it's just such a great way to change your energy. And I find chanting great as well. Like, I don't know a lot of um, Sanskrit, Sanskrit um, or the sacred words, but then sometimes I would just chant Om and yeah. And there I actually, um, I was doing a course with my friend. Uh, she has a chanting call to help you to harness the mother energy. Um, I think the mother energy is a great way for us to tune to because sometimes we just need a little nurturing. So that is a chance that I can share with you um, later. I will find you the link. I think it's a great chance. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um, do you have any tips on um, kind of clearing or grounding spaces for your pets? That is, that is actually so. Um, sometimes you know how um, one thing when we whenever we bring in secondhand stuff, because sometimes you know um, if we bring in secondhand items for our our pets, I always cleanse it. It, it can you can just cleanse it with intention. But like, if you want to create a, um, the thing is like dog. Uh, <laughs> I always use dog because I have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> the pet is just—they are just so clever. Um, they can. I feel like sometimes they sense the energy better than us. So that is like, then they would actually bark and signal you something. So I sometimes I even though I he is the one who tells me that you need to do something about about here right now. But then um, what I do with his bed, like obviously, what I think the most important thing when it comes to pet, you need you need to clean it regularly, which I sometimes forget because it is where you bring in all the dirt and stuff, yeah. and so that is something that I would you just really need to clean it, and you can use essential oil as well, but make sure essential oil is a great way, but I wouldn't put it directly on my dog. Um, you can dilute it with almond oil. Almond oil is good for them. And or you can just um put it in a diffuser. But like even if you put it in a diffuser, I know that there are some kind um some specific like I think you can use orange and you can use lemon with them. But I think essential oil is a great way to calm their energy. And another thing is I recently bought an Alexa <laughs> and I really enjoy it. And whenever that I can Whenever I'm out and I am afraid that he has separated anxiety, which he actually doesn't. So I'll just get a lesson to play him some music, which um, sounds bad. Believe that it helps. I, I'm not sure, but then it feels good knowing that he's been a company. He has a company when I am going out running about doing my own thing. So that is, that is good. And yeah, essential oil is a great way. but. Use therapeutic oil, therapeutic great. I know there is a brand in the States called Young Living. I've heard great mm -hmm. things, but good and bad things about it. But um, I think the bad, bad way is mainly about the way they sell business. But then what I have been told and I've learned is that actually the essential oil itself is really, really good therapeutic great. But dude, I wouldn't, like, I remember someone saying that you can eat it, but you can drink it by those things. So. But then I would put it in a diffuser, and I find my dog is quite um, sensitive to incense. 
So whenever I light it, I would open the window. So again, it might be a particular instance, but um, or it might just be my dog, but he seems particular sensitive. So I just open the window when I do it. Uh, he might be in another room, but Sage, he is fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, do your research on what essential oils to use, because I kind of did that a little bit. I I think I settled on lavender, which is... Um, yeah, yeah, lavender is always safe, yeah. Yeah, and lavender is calming, so it's always yeah. good. And I like the smell, I like the smell, so that helped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, lavender is good. It's just, you can, like, use it everywhere. It is calming, it's relaxing, it's essential. I love lavender. So yeah. hard not to like it. Yeah. Oh, bummer. <laughs> um, let's see. So actually, I was going to talk about your space clearing meditation. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. if anyone wants to check that out, just go to her website, iramaspace.co, yes. mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. The reason that I used to um, I don't know why I feel like a lot of creative business use .co and People will ask, well, is it .co.uk? I'm like, no, I don't want to love it to UK. I, I'm not even from UK. I want to I want to work internationally. So, yeah. And actually, um, if you are more into about building things instead of clearing things, then I also have a wealth goal guide, which I haven't properly launched it yet, but it is on my web. It is, um. Uh, on my website, but so I can send you a link. So it's just a guide to build a wealth goal. Um, that might be helpful for some, so I can send that to you as well. And yeah, I think wealth goal is a great and easy and fun way to attract wealth. And but mostly, uh, like with everything, the intention is really important, and I like to do it in a certain date because I like to follow the moon phases, or you can also follow the Chinese calendar, but there's too many calendars to follow, so I just stick to one. No, uh, uh, no for wealth ball, I stick to one, but like if I'm moving home, I stick to the Chinese calendar. And yeah, because that is just part of the tradition, and I always encourage people when they move home, they need to choose the date, they need to choose the time, it's very, very important. And when they enter the new home, they need to have a ceremony. And it takes you 10 minutes, but it is a must for me. And it's easy, but I think it's a must. Because when you're entering a new home, you are sort of, um, especially in a certain like Edinburgh, so, so, so many souls have lived in there before. Uh, so it used to be their home. You sort of just need to say hi to them. So it is just like you are going to a new school. It's the same thing because we are all human here to learn something. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I do. I do want to make sure I remember that practice when I move out. Obviously, our our home right now is on wheels, and it was only owned by two other people that barely used it. So I wasn't too concerned this time. But next time, that is definitely going to be one thing that I make sure that I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but like, I think the next time when you're moving to a new city, like, or when you decide where to park for a long time, then you can always just find a date and time to just to do a wee thing because you are also staying in a piece of land usually. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that is the spirit of the land. 
that is definitely spirit of the land. And like talking about spirit, it doesn't mean they're scary. It can just be so like it's not necessarily scary. Like I think we we watch too much horror movies. Yes, I never watch yeah. movies because I can't. I can't do. That. I love horror movies. <laughs> I love horror movie. I, I love to scream, but a lot of the time it's just so it's not not very interesting. So I don't know. Horror movie they always follow the same plot and the console can predict it and then it just takes away the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So any so we're gonna add any of those links to the post below. Yeah. Um, and then is there any other finishing words of wisdom or tips you have for everybody? Um, I, I, I don't have any words of wisdom. I just think we should just be gentle this month. I think this one is tough for everyone on a collective and on a personal level. And we are having a full moon eclipse end of the month. And I think that one could be quite powerful so um just leading up to that be gentle and i can't remember when the new moon is but then yeah so i think we just need to be gentle and just take one day and one one day at a time i what i am learning recently is there are so little things i can control i'm just like i'm just trying to go with the flow because it's so hard i like to control everything so it is a big lesson for me so i guess sometimes we just need to surrender and just try our best and leave the rest to the universe to god or whoever you believe and i love your idea i think we all should get off this call and go lay on the ground for like yeah. five minutes and just lay there i love that idea that's perfect <laughs> I, did, I did it this afternoon and i ended up falling asleep which is good yeah, yeah. I, I think it just means that I actually need some rest. And sometimes when we are too busy, do think, especially that we work for ourselves, we just constantly sort of want to work. And the thing is, because we are part of our business, so sometimes I feel like even like when it, my whole Facebook is actually work related rather than personal related, so I am at a point that I need to set some boundaries. Yeah, I. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like um, whenever I go on Facebook, like I join so many groups, and yeah, I just feel yeah, it's time to set some boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm here for you, friend wise and business wise. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think things will be better next year. I really think so. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so uh, much. For being thank here. you so much for having me. All yeah. that was um, brilliant. Uh, and we'll put so. the link down below for Irama Space if you want to work yeah. with her. She's fabulous. She'll dive into all the things we talked about, all your directions, what can help you bring in and manifest things that you want in your life. Um, and thank you so much for watching, thank you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. 
Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.